everybody, welcome back to This Is Gonna Hurt, a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons podcast! It's really warm in here! I don't get it! I didn't Things buy a ticket to this, I get a in refund? In the middle of winter, still sweating my butt Wait, off. there can't be raccoons outside, right? We can open the window. <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Did that one ever get out? I, it just vanished. <laughs> I don't know what happened to it, but it, all I know it is that eaten. it scared the hell out of me. It's not, it was not a, I mean, it probably <laughs> it in is. The walls. There are a lot of stray cats around, and that raccoon probably met one. So, we are five guys from Long Island who play Dungeons and Dragons. That's what we are. My Yay. name is Owen. I'm the DM. And to my left, we have... You have Alex to your left. Yeah. Craig to Alex's left. Followed by Jeremy. Jeremy is to my right, and I am Steven. Who's to my right, and I'm Owen again. He's directly in front of... Me. Yes. Steven is. No, Steven. Oh, right. And then Craig is to a Truth. right diagonal. Shut oh, up. Steven. So, <laughs> before I you recap what happened point. last time My on the show, I'm going to pass things over to Steve, who can tell you where you can find us. I want to yeah. see if Craig can do this. Ooh. All right, it's fair. <clears throat> Let me give it a shot. Hi, listeners. We're in a basement. Just in case. Oh, yeah. You can you can find me in my basement. Just in case you want to. No, it's a great <laughs> idea. Just in case you want to find us, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Gonna Hurt D&D. Uh, that is Instagram and Twitter. Is it the same thing for Facebook? I'm I not sure. This is Gonna Hurt on Facebook. That's know. fair. Either way, you can find us. And we have a website. This is Gonna Hurt D&D.com. You can find us there. Shoot us an email at this gonna hurt info at gmail.com or you can shoot us shoot Owen an email at this gonna hurt DM at gmail.com. Dang. Handing it back this. over to our illustrious, wonderful. He's like 80% there. Yeah, yeah. that was pretty I good. Finger, I knew those finger yeah. tattoos were gonna pay off. If you guys could check out my SoundCloud. <laughs> <laughs> no, I gave up on that a long time That's ago. Purple turtle. Music? Back to you, Owen. So to fill you in on what has been going on so far. So the Goblins Blushers, which is Korath, the Goliath Window, the Dragonborn. Hello. Lorthamar, the elf. Sort of Perfidulo Cronita the human? Not he's not okay. No, he's he's, just, he's, he's with them and Junta, who is uh, a turtle and also an official goblin splusher at this point. Oh, absolutely. No. I have a tattoo. He does, that's true. Junta's They have Junta's found themselves in Nurzvit and they are about to participate in a tournament that honors their enemy, the monarch. <laughs> And this is kind of ironic. It's about the money, baby. The there it's is true. quite a deal of money on the line. Their entry, which was quite expensive, was paid for by their good buddy Aegisar. And so currently they're up in a in the top box or in their kind of box where they are looking down on the tournament. The other teams are in their personal boxes. They were waving to people in the top box that they knew. The count from Stromals that gave them their guild halls there. Aegisar's there. Prince Callum is there. And a bunch of other people. And so they just watched the opening ceremony. It was this big performance that was put on by Albert Cuffleton, who is one of the 12 hands of the monarchy. And that's, that's where we are going to jump in. And so here with seven of the other potentially strongest groups in the nation, all I can say to you people is this is going to hurt. Cue the music.
So last you heard, Albert welcomes everybody to the tournament, and he continues thusly. Welcome, honored guests, valiant contestants, and assorted dignitaries. It is once again for the event of the decade. Just not actually really true. He doesn't say this, but it's actually not really true. It's every four years, but whatever. Explain it up. Before we begin, I would of course love to recognize our most celebrated of guests. Coming all the way to us from the Republic of Melorn, Lyra Rowellan! And a high elf, golden skinned, golden haired, golden eyed woman stands up, gives a, a wave to the crowd. Bestuck Glasden! And a uh, dwarven man, black hair, with uh, even from a distance, you can see these white patches. I imagine it Reed Richards style. Mm-hmm. Stands up and gives a, doesn't seem any taller, <laughs> gives a, a nod and sits down. And as your eye is drawn to them, you notice that they're flanked by a, an elephant man wearing full golden plate armor, holding a lance. And almost missed him. There is a small gnome also on the other side of them. Is he holding a lance? He does not appear to be holding anything. Our neighbors to the west, Quar sends us their wonderful and charming Prince Erikor Flamegrasp. And this uh, this ten-year-old human is at the edge of the box, just kind of like waving to the crowd, and, and Callum, who is this 15-year-old prince of a troon, is standing next to him, making sure he doesn't fall <laughs> over the, the balcony. And, of course, the folks who make all of this even possible in the first place, place... Crown Prince Colin! And there's a basically an older version of Callum who doesn't stand, but he waves a hand and just holds is it that up. Is the one we've seen before? You have never seen this person before. Okay. Callum, Callum is... Oh, 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 right. You met an, uh, one of the older brothers yeah, right. at the ball? No. They're this old. is a full-grown adult-looking oh, man. Okay. You catch right. by the Crown Prince that he is probably the oldest child right. of, of the King of Atroon. And Queen Belenora! And a... A very beautiful woman in her, like, you know, 40s or 50s actually does stand up and she actually walks forward toward the edge and she just puts her hands together almost to, like, mime thank you to the crowd just for being there. For our regulars, welcome back. For our newcomers, welcome. Four days, eight events. Which of our illustrious teams will emerge on top this year? Will it be? And as he says, will it be? Merble. Oh, 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 come at me, come at me. And you see a door in your box that you notice stairs. Yeah. And so he begins to, um, hurry, hurry, I, I, I missed my cue, I missed my cue. Everdell goes real quick. And he, and he starts we leading run, you down the run. stairs. From a uh, distance, for, through basically like you're almost descending deeper, and you hear, will it be... The Brotherhood of Vengeance! And you hear the crowd just go wild. Who has the highest passive perception? Not Junta. Junta, you'll, you'll probably be the only one to notice that there's this large eruptive, eruption of applause, and then it kind of dies down really fast. Just saying. Will it be Team Liberty? And again, applause, and Junta, once again, you notice that it's like, ah! Uh. <laughs> And then, and it's this point that you kind of reach the bottom of this mm-hmm. spiraling stairwell and you realize that there's this kind of like hallway that leads towards the arena and on their different corners, you see Team Liberty right. and the Brotherhood of Vengeance standing there, just kind of waving to the crowd. Ooh, Perfidil's going to take his greatsword out as he jogs down the, okay. uh, the thing. And you get to the bottom and you, you kind of see through the door, but he's like, oh, oh, we didn't miss it, we didn't miss it, hold it right here. 
And they said, yes, yes, always fan favorites. Or will it be our newcomers of last year coming in third place in their tournament debut, the Super Shifter Beast Squadron? And you see from a distance the, the group that Hawk was a part of in their assortment of colors. They come out and they wave. Korath, you know what to do, right? Um, Fly in that cape. <laughs> oh, yes. Our defenders of the crown, the King's Guard, and the same, you know, red armor, gold fixings. They come out. You notice the applause is, uh, it's very weak, and then it builds. You know, almost like the audience is feeling bad that they're not <laughs> cheering for the defenders of the crown, and they, oh yeah, you save our lives, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, protection. Uh, or emerging from their ivory towers, the Evokers. And you see these, you know, the orange-robed uh, wizards, and they, you know, they send, thoo, thoo, thoo. they're sending firebolts into the air and things like that. Clearly the flashiest of the group's names so far. And we are so happy to see these term return to the fields of glory, but this year we are happy to announce not one, not two, but three new teams to the Tournament of the Monarch. May I, I introduce... Relying only on might and not on magic. The commanders of metal! And these, uh, these, these, you know, the, <laughs> the silver plate armored folks with the black fur that's, that's wrapped around their, um, their collars. They come out with a sworded, most of them carrying two-handed weapons. Um, or the Etrunian nationalists who have recently formed their own guild. The Resurgence and the Whoa. Shadow Warriors come out and literally no crowd play. <laughs> they just like walk out. Maybe one of them goes, puts up a finger. Maybe. Nice. Does anybody cheer for them? They, so Commanders of Metal, they got less of a cheer. Wait, do we, does Lorthmore see that? Sure. Who, who has the bag? What? What bag? The bag of holding. Who has it? You don't have a bag of holding. The portable hole. Oh, who has the portable hole? That's what I meant. Well, I think either I would have it. Maybe I have it. I think did you I guys have... get rid of the, the no, stuff that it. I had? No, we kept everything. Yeah, no, we didn't touch your stuff. I'll just show it. We'll save that for later. <laughs> <laughs> the resurgence have gotten the least clap so far. Right. <clears throat> and then last, but certainly not, last, not least, perhaps you've heard of the Song of Korath. The Goblin Splooshers! And Ooh. there is a noticeable pickup in the audience from where the resurgence applause yeah. was, and people are actually I'm applauding. I'm kill you. And nearby, <laughs> uh, nearby, you actually hear like, oh, Korath, he's the best! You actually, uh, again, Junta, with your highest uh, perception, you actually hear someone say, where's Brimley? No, perfect deal, like, when they, when they all every mm -hmm. us, he's gonna like pick up his great sword and like hold it over his head and like pose. <laughs> Wait, so, you? <laughs> <laughs> so go here. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, so Murbo's kind of pushing you. Go walk forward, just a little bit. Just, just, just. we don't know that much. And and so he, he urges you to kind of walk forward and and face the crowd. Does that mean Perfidula went out first? Yeah. Yes. If I if I heard, where's Brim? Like he had a baby. <laughs> <laughs> when that like pops, I was like, yeah, what's up? Korath is just kind of slightly hovering and he's leaning forward and moving as if he's like on those stupid hoverboard things. Is <laughs> your cape going? And yeah, it's it's kind of like. Wait. Um, <laughs> Every once in a while, it's 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 going. I don't think as the song as the song reached Lorthamar's. Yep. Oh, so I, Lorthamar knows about it. Yep. So it was the same Korath, huh? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was yeah. Me. That was me and Kat. He took some creative licensing. Oh. Good. Good. Uh, good work on that one. Yeah. Thank you. 
It's real great. <laughs> Look, man. These eight teams <laughs> will you. compete the fields of glory for honor, for the gods, and of course for a measly sum of 200,000 gold pieces. Gold monarchs. And the track crowd's like, oh my gosh, that's a lot of money. Oh my goodness. There's a whole lot of Lilifists. Great crowd. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> It's, just, it's entirely in Lilifish. So you've noticed. It's entirely. <laughs> We're just in a giant store. <laughs> um, Albert Cuffleton is Lilifish. And so uh, he says, so let us begin. And the lights go out. Ooh. And, and you hear Merba whisper, I, 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 think we, I think we can go back up, up now. All right. I think I think we can go. And as you begin to go up, spotlights appear on every one of the teams, and you guys are kind of like turned around <laughs> just a little bit. And then you like turn around, and like oh no, we're supposed to go. And then like six or seven beams all focus on Albert right in the middle of the arena. Cool. And he says, "Allow me to explain the tournament this year." Now I'm going to explain this once as Albert, but I can reiterate if it doesn't make any sense because oh, yeah. there's a little bit to it. The tournament will occur over four days. Each day will be a fantastic pairing of a challenge of skill and a challenge of might. During these challenges, teams will have the opportunity to earn points. At the end of each day, the two teams with the lowest points will be cut from the competition. Everybody, that makes sense? Yes. Thus far? Okay. And so as I ask our teams to return to their booths, to decide who will be competing first. Know this. An individual from a team may not compete in more than one event per day and may not compete in the same event two days in a row. So, you have to skill so that's skill. to say you can't do the skill in the battle of that day or if you do the battle, you can't do the battle tomorrow. Right. Okay. That all makes sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody good? Okay. So as the teams return to their booths, I will allow them to mull over... You have 10 minutes time to decide who will compete in hide and seek. Oh, and the lights, I love this game. the lights in the arena <laughs> all go back on. And, and Merle was like, okay, I'm, I'm sorry. I messed it up. We can go now. Merle, Mer- uh, you're doing great, man. Oh, uh, uh, thank you, sir. Yeah, man, don't worry about it. We're having a good time. Where do you sleep? Guys, I, I don't, <laughs> we have 10 minutes. Oh, oh yeah. You so do. Hide and seek, you have I, two minutes of actual time. Just seems like Junta has been the most observant so far. I feel like he might be the yeah, way to go here. Windar's got his crazy leather armor. What does that do? <laughs> like oh, you can hide. Do we know if you're going to be hiding or seeking? I don't know. Verbal? <laughs> yeah. Do you know if we're hiding or seeking or both? Uh, I, I have no idea. I'm, I'm a servant. Okay. Oh. Are you good at looking for things? Um... I'd like to. Th- I mean, I saw the raven at night. That's true, and that scared the hell out of me. And at the guild hall. Okay. I mean, Junta saw it too. What are the rules of hide and seek? I vote for Windar. Oh God. How many you get can- the feel like they're not going to explain more details until like, until after starts. you've chosen somebody. Oh, okay. Um, okay. I know I shouldn't I'd, do it. I'd be okay. <laughs> I. If if there's hiding involved, the the armor does seem like it would help a lot. Fair. How many how many of us should do this? Is it just one per you event? Get the, you get the feeling that it's one person one per event. One per, person. For this event, for this there's event. one person oh. needed. Um. Yeah. I mean, I can't hide. 
Okay, let's go with Windar. All right. You can hide in your shell. I wonder if they can sense, like, what if I see things and I send magical messages? Never mind, I wouldn't do that. He can move silently. And he can't be surprised. Yeah, Lorthmar is alert. Can't be surprised. Lorthmar, <laughs> you do it. Is, is he, um, would he be decent at this? Do you think you can hide really good? I, I think so. I can't hear you ever. Like, when you uh, walk, it's unsettling. Yes, I, I, think I, I do. I, do I, I wasn't my, aware Lorthmar was that. Uh... Stealthy, I think. Did you ever notice? Boulder, paper, paper, shears. Do a boulder, I, paper, shears. No, just, no. Let's let's go with Lothamar. That sounds good to me. Yes, I'll. I'll. Uh, I, I'm. I think I'm good at this. Okay, I would say so. Herbal, I think we're ready. Um. um okay. Um. I, I guess. Um. Uh, uh, come with me. Depending on who's fighting. Uh, oh no, we don't. We won't know. Mm, darn. Oh well. Scratch. So you. So the the wall. Where you're looking out onto the the field, mm-hmm. there is actually a, a ceiling above you. So it's 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 less of a, an opening above the wall. It's more like a big window. And you notice that when you got up to the tower, it is a solid wall, as if the window is just gone. Wow. Just so you know. Okay. That wasn't like that before. Interesting. You assume it's for privacy's sake. Okay. Strategy. All right. Um, I get, okay. Come with me. Okay, let let us go. And so you just Lothmar's going. Just Lothmar. Good luck. You follow. Wait, I um, I'm gonna cast something on him. Oh, wait. word! Can I just wait? Wait a second. Sorry, I closed my verbal. Is it against the rule to help him out ahead of time? I'm not sure. I don't think anyone would. Jinza's Jinza's gonna cast guidance and okay. say, um, um, may may the gods guide you. When uh, Windar says, "You got this, you got this, man," and like in a sing-songy voice, and like gives him some bardic inspiration, it's one d eight. I'm gonna cast bless on him. What'd you do? Guidance. Guidance. Third level spell. Wow. What's that do? I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> I'm gonna give him a handshake. Oh wait, no. It, it, just, it, just, it, just, it just changes the amount. It just changes the amount of cre- creatures I can do. So I'm just going to do, do so it level with one. the yeah. with the bardic inspiration and the guidance and the bless. Yeah. So d4 d4 on top of uh, either attack rolls or saving throws. And the bless, you feel different. <laughs> like maybe with one, like when the first one hit you, you probably didn't notice anything. But it's almost like in Harry Potter when he drinks the Felix Felicius and he just kind of knows the right way to go. You have so much magic woven around you that you just like you feel very confident. Cool. Let's, let's do this. And so you follow Merble down yep. the stairs, and the lights come back up in the tournament, and you see at each of the bases of the tower, there are people waiting. I just like to say I have advantage on stealth and perception. Yes! <laughs> so. so I guess you were the right choice. Yes. <laughs> and so you see a bunch of people and everybody is moving kind of closer to the arena. And Albert's, and so, and so now Albert is standing in the middle of the arena. And now you notice that hovering maybe two feet above the ground, three feet wide on every side, is a, is a metal box. I want you to envision the AllSpark from Transformers. Cool. And it's just slowly hovering in space. And Albert says, and of course our returning guests will know 
that in order to avoid the unfortunate casualties, we will of course be using the box of illusions brought to us by the wonderful you, Akira. And he gestures up to the top box, and there's he's not there. <laughs> <laughs> and so this thing is just like radiating just magic. And so he says, after I introduce our contestants, they will place a single hand on the box. And they will be brought to a world where no harm can befall them. Pain, maybe, but no harm. <laughs> where they will compete against one another for points. Allow me to explain. Hide and seek! My voice is going to be shot. And the crowd yeah! erupts in applause. <laughs> the contestants will find themselves... In a, in, in a setting of that has been previously chosen by the game master. Um, they will find themselves alone, seeking out the other contestants. In order to eliminate a contestant from the competition, mm -hmm. one must only deal damage to your opponent. A single point of damage and they will be thrust from the box back into our realm. The team that's eliminated first will only receive a single point for the event. Therefore, the final team to remain will have eight points upon the conclusion of Hide and Seek. <laughs> okay? That's awesome. The contestant which eliminates the most contestants will also receive a bonus of two points. Contestants, audience, the gods, are you ready? Yeah! <laughs> I'm ready! Yeah, I'm ready! Then allow me to introduce any gestures in the direction where you know the, uh, the Brotherhood of Vengeance uh, team is from. The demon of daring! And you see this uh, man in all red leather um, <laughs> with, with little horns on his head. Mask coming down, covering his eyes. From Team Liberty, the beastling! And you see a... And again, for the, the devil of daring, there was, again, kind of that like, yeah! Oh! Oh, you! Thing. And same thing for the beastling, you see a a small goblin girl. And the goblins that you faced have been more in the spectrum of like brown and orange skin. Uh, she is green. Her hair is green. Her eyes are green. And she's just standing there. <laughs> just looking around. Uh, from the goblin splooshers, Lothamar Theron! Hi. He's waving his hand. Yeah. Hello. Hey. <laughs> from the shifters, Hagar the Silent. And you see the orange tabaxi that you had seen in the, the soiree. He is no longer wearing his robe-like garbs. He is wearing kind of like an orange uh, jumpsuit. And he's got an orange cape. Is he Donald Ducking it? And No, no. no, no. <laughs> he's got pants on. <laughs> he has Darn. white gloves, white ankle supports. They're not really boots because he's got paws on his feet. You know the thing that Tommy Oliver wore is the Green Ranger, that weird shoulder thing? Yeah. yeah. So he's got that in orange, and under his arm is a an orange 
open-faced helmet. And he in, in his, he's got an orange baton. As you've seen before, they all have these batons uh, at his hip. And so that's Hagar the Silent. From the Evokers! Toximo the Terrific! And you see this uh, orange guy, and he's like, he's like, make him poison come out of his hands. <laughs> um, what a weenie. From the Commanders of Metal! Cornelius Trabaduk the Third! And you see this uh, dark-skinned human with uh, short, uh, curly hair. His left eye is closed and has this like pink scar running through it. And he doesn't appear to have any weapons on him. He He's wearing... So you know the Commanders of Metal, they have this similar steel plate armor. His is like the gray jumpsuit version of that with just thin strips of metal for like a lighter protection. No weapons. Instead, he has like two suitcases with him. Huh. From the Kingsguard! Jeff! <laughs> and the crowd this time, they like, they applaud. They're like, you know, oh shoot, we forgot. We gotta root for this yeah, guy. Jeff! I'm really rooting for Jeff. And from, <laughs> and from the Versurgence. Just a regular guy. Trolldor! And you see a human. He's not a troll. Um, a human. Shadow. Stuff. And he has on slung over his back uh, a club with lots of spikes sticking out of it. Kind of a, um, almost like the club that an Oni would carry with them. Now that our contestants have been introduced, they will place their hand on the box and be spirited away. And so... I love that movie! One by one, (laughs) contestants are putting their hands on the box. Nothing happens when they put their hand on the box. I put my hand on the box. Lorthmar puts his hand on the box. Uh, Trolldor is the final person to put his hand in the box, except he just uses one finger. Boop. And as soon as he does, you feel this almost like a fishing hook has grabbed like right near your stomach, and you just feel like it's just yanked you upward, and you find yourself basically spiraling, and whew, you find yourself in a dark alley surrounded by buildings that are like three stories tall, and it's silent. Now, from the outside looking in you see a miniature city that has appeared in ethereal illusion in front of you. And almost glowing as if to ping their location, you see all of the contestants. And it's magic, so when you kind of look at one, it's almost as if it zooms in in your mind so you can actually get a closer look on the scene. The way we're going to do this is you and I are going to go back and forth rolling a skill challenge. Okay? So you're going to roll, then I'm going to roll, then you're going to roll, then I'm going to roll, and I'll tell you when things happen. Uh, the basics of it is that every time you get... Th- it, w- the skill challenges that we've done before, where you have to use, and you have to use different skills, because you're the only person in this competition, it, it's usually that you can't use the same skill twice in a row. You can't use the same skill three times in a row. So if you're going to use this one... You can't use it until you've used two other skills before that one, okay? And so this is a, this is a tournament with the best. And so the DC that you have to beat with these skill checks is an eighteen. Wow. Whoa. Okay, boy. Every time I'm going to use performance. <laughs> every time you get three successes, essentially you will locate and have the opportunity to attack one of your fellow contestants. Wow. Every time wow. you fail three. It is possible that one of the other contestants will get the jump on you. Sure. Okay. Okay. 
cool. So now, okay, so what if I, like, so it's going to go, like, as soon as I, if I succeed, fail, succeed, fail, succeed, am I then wiped clean because I've had three successes, non to the next Whichever one? Whichever one happens fails? first is what's going to happen first. And then, right, but then it's then wiped it clean, or does it, does it, do I have to do yes. it? Yes, once, okay. once, and if, once something happens, we start fresh. Got it's it. like, like, it's, like it. sa- it's like death saving throws. Word. Kind of. Okay. Yeah. So, just to see who gets to go first, you or I, I want you to roll initiative. Mm. Oh no. 12. Uh, better than my 8. Wow. Wait, are you serious? I got a plus 10 to You're so low. I'm alert, man. I can't be surprised. All right. So much planning. <laughs> All right. Wow. wow. It, guys, I was zooming in on Lorthmar, and it looked like he actually like tripped, but he was still so fast. <laughs> now, for the most part, this is going to seem very one sided. Yeah. Because I'm going to be rolling. But you're, I'm not, for the most part, you're not going to know, know what's, what's going, going on. on. Yeah. Okay. So you're, you're shooting for an 18. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. First thing out of the bat, I'm rolling a self check to make sure I'm running around silently here. Do it. And I have advantage. Do it. Oh, something to note. As you find yourself um, coming to consciousness in the alley, you feel as if you have been stripped uh. of your magical blessing. That you received from blessing. your your magical blessings that you, all all three of them <laughs> the bardic inspiration really the bless the whatever Korath did and guidance plus yeah. and the guidance you know what we still we yeah, still lose Alan Kind bro yeah. we still inspired confidence in him so it's a yes, win anyway um, go so team twenty on stealth twenty on stealth that is a success so um, I'm gonna use that to be around the alley running around uh, looking in the streets. Next thing I'm going to do is roll a perception check. Okay. To see if I can spot anybody immediately down any of the other alleys or streets. Okay. Advantage. And also, just to note, with Eyes of the Eagle, I can also see things 200 feet away as if, like, extreme detail 200 feet away. Interesting. It doesn't help when I do that, but 19. 19 is another success. Um, if I, yeah, hold on. So you find yourself in this alley and at first you think you hear something coming and that's the reason you like initially go stealth. And then as you look over, you catch just this little bit of golden fringe, maybe one block down from you in this alley. Are there any sort of, uh, like all the buildings around us are three stories tall. Like it's basically just like all for the most part. For the most part, are there any windows, or yes, is it just they like- all have windows? It it appear it's almost as if you've been dropped into what should be a fully functioning city, but there are n- there's nobody there. Okay, I'm going to uh, use athletics to climb into one of the windows to see if I can gain purchase by by a shortcut instead okay. of roll it up. Uh, that's twenty two. Nice. Yeah. Right. That's so, how we do. Lorthamar episode as Lorthamar. <laughs> You notice these bricks that are just jutting out just enough, and you're able to actually use them as a grips, climb up, and get through a window. Now, once you do, you realize that the building basically goes straight through, and there's a window on the other side, and a window is open, and you actually hear a nervous humming. And when you run over, you see Jeff, <laughs> a member of the <laughs> Kingsguard. Jeff, Jeff, man. A member of the Kingsguard who is 
just kind of like standing there and he's got a spear and he's just kind of like his head's just going back and forth, back below and me. forth. And he's, and he's, he's directly below you. Uh, so I and blow upon up. your three successes, you have the opportunity yeah. so to I, try to attack Jeff. I pull out my longbow. Windar, what, what is, what is all of them are doing? I aim down. They don't get hurt. Don't worry. And I, I shoot him. Well, they don't attack. die. Oh, nice. Oh, shoot. Nice. Uh, that's a 30. Yo, straight. straight <laughs> He's just doing his job. It goes through his head, through, like through his entire so, body. What happens is, Funk. what happens is, is you catch him just as the moment when he's basically turned his whole head away from you and the arrow goes through the back of his head and comes out his oh forehead. Oh, my God. And you, you see his whole body go limp. And as he's falling to the ground, he goes ethereal. And he just kind of fades from existence. Now, you all, the audience, you see, and you just see like him hit the ground and he's not moving. And some like, some, you see some like people in, in lab coats uh, run oh over and, and they, they shake him and, he, and you see his whole body just, and he, and he just starts grabbing his head and he just goes, and, he, and he's literally like, he, he just goes into full on panic attack because he fell to that. And okay. so That's Vorthamar has successfully eliminated the da, 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 where what oh there it is a man named Jeff and so you hear Albert and even you Lorthamar hear, hear Albert from within your illusion oh and the first team is eliminated unfortunately Jeff of the Kingsguard was caught off guard by a deadly arrow and you and you you don't hear the audience applause but the the audience erupts in applause and so. You, I have rolled my third roll. It is your turn. So, um, I'm going to then, uh, after that shot, immediately duck down back into the window. Okay. And I want to do, uh, so I, what is this? It's a straight room. Are there any doors or is it just the windows on either side? It's basically an open room and there's a bunch of windows on both sides. Okay. So there's um, a door that you would guess leads to some kind of stairwell. Because okay. you climbed the wall. I'm going to look out uh, one of the sides. Do I see any sort of like uh, like a smaller alley? Like is is this is this in a, as far as the city goes? So like I'm I'm imagining this building on two sides has streets like mm-hmm. major streets and then two sides of alleys. So basically, what happened was is yeah. So you're there's a sh- uh, street almost like an avenue, maybe yeah. like 10, 15 feet across. Right. And then you were kind of down like a side alley. Right. You actually cross that main street to mm-hmm. go to the other side down another small alley. That's the side where you climbed up a building. So on the other side of that building is another alley. Got it. Um, are there like uh, different, are there like, not garbage cans, but like area, like are there like a general alley things like garbage or anything? Is it just like yep. a clean? So nope. I'd like to make. Has like, all the, fu- all the, the fixings of, a, of an actual city. I'd like to jump down with an acrobatics check to see if I land. Okay. Silently. Quietly, silently. Yeah. Without alerting yeah. anybody nearby. Do it. 16. That is your first fail. Yeah. Mark that down. All right. Now, again, uh, those reset upon success. Yeah. So, okay. So after that, I feel like I would have thought to myself, I maybe made a little bit too much noise. So I'm going to try to go ahead. So as you realize that you've made noise, you, you hear Albert's voice come in again. So you guys were pretty much focusing on Lorthamar. But, you know, you notice like the whole crowd kind of shift over and you see this just as it's happening. And, and Albert describes it as so. Oh, and the evokers are taken out. Did not see that bolt coming. And so you're not exactly sure where it came from. But uh, Toximo, the, the evoker, mm-hmm. um, 
he was kind of he was making a little bit of noise actually he was he was kind of just like sending poison just like all around him and so you're not exactly sure what happened but basically in his cloud of poison you see him kind of thrown back and you see this this thick black steel bolt that's like four feet long it's just pierced through his chest and he just staggers back and he's and then he's back on the arena and he doesn't pass out or anything. He comes to so stripping his chest, <sighs> but he manages to kind of keep his composure more so than Jeff. <laughs> Sorry, Jeff. So the evokers <laughs> have been eliminated from the competition. It's your move, Lorthmar. So, uh, so I'm going to take, uh, so as I think I've made a little bit of noise, I'm going to do my best to run. No, down. not eliminated from the competition, el- eliminated from the event. I, I, no, no, no. Okay. Yeah, I know that. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I'm going to run to the other side of the alley towards the other Avenue that I haven't seen yet. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to try to do it as silent as I can using a stealth roll. Oh. That's no good. That's a 13. Yeah. Oh. That's a second fail. That's a second fail. Give yourself a little more room to, to roll. Give yourself, you're, 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 you're choking yourself off. <laughs> Come on, man. My bad. Allow yourself to stretch your legs. So, uh, and, all right, so now I'm going to say that I, I tried to be as stealthy as possible. I'm going to do a quick perception check to run look around because... At this point, I think I might be on the verge of being found. So I'm like looking around, making sure. Roll it. <sighs> nice. Uh, that's a 23. That's a success. Okay. Um, oh, hold on. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. So as you're perceiving, it's, it's the, it is that you are doing a perception check that you hear it coming before it reaches you. And needles are flying towards your face. 16 versus AC. Does not hit. So you, how do you deflect them away? Or do you uh, just dodge? Shield. Shield. So you hear them coming a split second before they reach you due to your high perception. And you put up your shield and clink, clink. They're off your shield. And you look in the direction. You don't see anybody. You know the general vicinity from where they came from. But you don't see anybody. Got it. I'm your going turn. to, uh, based on the general vicinity... I'm going to look closely uh, at the angle at which they hit my shield, and I'm going to try to do an investigation check to figure out if I can figure out the angle, the direction, okay. what's going on here. Good. 29. Yes. Success. How many successes is that? That's two That's and two. two. That's two. You, have, you, roll, you haven't rolled any natural 20s. Not yet. You would have said so. Okay. Right. The same as death saving throws, a natural 20 counts as Got two it, successes, yeah. a natural one counts as two failures. Okay. Cool. I would have gotten excited. <laughs> Let me see how I do. Just like, oh, oh, there you are. <laughs> okay, what do you do next? Yeah, um, so, uh, you're looking. There? You're looking for yeah. clues, and you you gather from the angle it probably came from across the avenue, up two floors, is what you think. Okay, and how small is this alley? The alleys themselves are like only five feet across. They're very narrow. The avenue is is like 12, 15 feet wide. Would you say that I could parkour uh, against the, again, yeah, against the alleys to to like get into the, the second floor? You can certainly try. Okay. So I'm rolling acrobatics. Yep. Crit! 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 Yeah. All right. And so as you poo 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 up, and you do what? To the top of the building like or a, into another window? Well, if I surmise that it was from the top of the building, did I say that? I'm sorry, oh, I missed the second, floor, right? second, second floor. floor window. So I'm going to get into the second floor and do like a tuck and roll into the into the building. From where you think they came right. from? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And so as you as you poof 
into the, you come face to face. You're seven feet away from the devil of daring, from the brotherhood of vengeance. Dude, take him out. And, okay. you, and you get an attack. Sure. His back is turned to you. Okay. So I'm just going to. Uh, His hand is on a wall. Yeah. Oh, interesting. So I'm, gonna, I'm just going to take my rapier out and just like, like right in the side. Got it. Got him. Poke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's a 23. That hits. Yes. <laughs> and so. I like it. I know it's not like the final blow, but how would you like to flavor this? I mean, at this point, I'm just like going to just get him right in the back through where I would surmise his heart is and just. Okay. And then pull it out as quickly oh, sorry, as I can. He's from the Brotherhood, right? Brotherhood of Vengeance. And so. And you hear the, you hear uh, the rest of you. You hear a, a gasp. Oh man. Throughout the crowd. That and you hear, s- and you hear Albert go, what is this event that has occurred? The devil of daring has been taken out by Lorthamar Theron of the Goblin Splooshers. And he, the devil of daring <laughs> appears on the side and doesn't even seem like he's been phased by it. Just kind of pats his chest. And then he just like kicks the dirt and he is like, he is so upset. Like he is pissed. He's doing a little like temper tantrum. <laughs> yes. I'm pissed because I'm pissed. I'm pissed. I'm going to take a salt nap. Let's see how I do. <laughs> oh, baby. Oh, baby. What do you do next? Triple. All right. So um, I'm going to use my uh, survival. Ooh. To see if I can find any tracks or any sort of sign of that a place has been traveled in the avenue. You're on in the second floor of a building. Yeah, so I'm running to the window. window okay. Of of the avenue. Okay. That is not the one I just came from. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna see using survival checks, see if I can find look for any tracks look or any. I'm gonna elf. say that if from this distance it'd be have to be perception. You'd have to get to the actual ground itself. Okay, so then I'll use perception. To do a survival check. Because okay. I haven't used perception in a bit. In a bit. Alright. I'm gonna use perception. I tried to be a little special. Maybe maybe. No, it's a good yeah. good good thing to do. Um twenty three. Nice. That's just another success. So just to be clear, I cleared my failures, right? So now at this point I'm yep. so clean slate. I just succeeded. Slate. Got it. Okay. Um so alright, so do I see anything of note that I should be concerned with at a perception check? You see a piece of poo, and there is a, a heel of a boot printed into it, and so you can kind of surmise a general direction that someone went. And as you follow it and look for clues, you actually find, you notice that for the most part of these buildings are about three stories tall, but you notice that there's one that's like maybe like six or so stories tall. The rest of you notice that this is the one tallest building right. um, in the place. And you notice one just like pitten just kind of left, maybe like 30 feet up the wall. All right. Um, I'm going to, and how far is that building away from me? It's just kind of like at the end of the alley, maybe like 50 feet away. Okay. So I'm going to jump to uh, out, out of the window that I'm currently looking at the next building mm-hmm. and I'm going to try to climb that to get to the top. I'm guessing it's a third story building, another three story building next to mine. Yep. So I'm going to try to jump that and, and climb up to the top of that building. Okay. 
With what? Acrobatics or athletics? Athletics. Do it up. That's a 10. All right. So you, as you're attempting to climb, rock breaks underneath your foot. You're about 10 feet up. And as you hit the ground, you let out an oof. And it just kind of like echoes through the alley. Okay. You've been rolling with advantage. Oh, yeah, that's right. I should probably use that. So I'm going to. Oh, man. Hold on. Good. As you look up, you kind of like, you know that it's coming. You see out of the window of the tallest tower a very, very large crossbow that's poking itself out, almost ballista sized. Sniper! Sniper, no sniping. A bolt fires towards you. Okay. That would be a 24 to hit. Can you dodge? I cast shield, which adds plus five, which would put me at a 26. So this bolt is firing itself towards you, and you throw up. How do you cast shield? I just put both hands in front of me, and this like refractive, like just aura Got emanates it. from me. And so this this bolt just sticks into the shield. It actually Oof. pierces and breaks through the magic of the shield, but it stops six inches from your face, and the whole crowd. <gasps> oh. <laughs> And they begin to cheer. You don't hear any of this. Yeah, yeah. Right. I'm going to. So I'm sorry. I'm just looking back what I did. So I just throw it. I did dying. a perception check. I just did an acrobatics check. So I'm going to um, immediately after. Are there are there first story windows? Sure. So I'm going to dive into a first story window and try to basically stealth my way in a different direction to try to like fake them out. Like, like okay, do it. Being sneaky, making maybe a little bit of noise over here, and then going a different way. Yeah, so that's um, 23. Yeah. 22, 22. That's a success. All right. Um, so, you know, breathing slowly. That was a little rough. Breathing, breathing uh, you know, taking, taking a deep breath, getting, getting focused again. I'm going to try and, uh, again, try to, try to focus using my eyes. Eagle, definitely focusing on a small point to see if I can see any sort of, like, weak point. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to use perception to really look in and, and look deep in to see if I can find mm-hmm. an area that I can really get in or make a shot mm-hmm. from here. How many successes do you have? One. Uh, two. Two? Two. Yeah. yeah, two successes, one failure. Oh, okay. sorry. Yeah. I'm sure did you want. Keep it track. So I'm going to make... Nice throw. I'm going to make nice a perception check. Yeah. I'm going to make a perception check and see what I can do here. And that is uh, 18 plus uh, 8, so it's 26. Okay, so you're, you're sneaking through... And you actually, out a window, at maybe an impossible angle, you actually see that same almost tower-esque, really tall building, but down a floor, on a different window, you actually see black leather and little bits of shining metal. So I believe that's a third success. You actually have visual on the person that was inside of the tower. How far is he from me? You're maybe 60, 70 feet away. Okay, so I'm going to take a shot then. Okay. Because I have 150 range. So I'm going to take a shot at him. Okay, crit fail. Ooh. It's a 12, but it's crit fail. <laughs> All right. 
So the oh, arrow boom, sticks in the wood frame of the window, and you you see him jump, and you you see him. He's gone. That's embarrassing. And the crowd goes, "Oh, they thought something cool was going to happen." Yeah, me too. Keep going. All right. So uh, wait. Don't keep going. Okay. Nobody in the crowd seems to see this happen, but Trolldor, the member of the Resurgence with the club, appears on the side of the arena. Oh. And there's a moment of pause, and Albert goes, up, 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 up. Apparently, Trolldor has, has been eliminated. And, and he's looking around, and you see, like, the, well, not you so much, but the rest of them. You see, like, almost like the technicians that you had working in his, um, in his lab yeah. when, you, when you visited him. And, and, <laughs> and he, apparently, it was Hagar the Silent. <sighs> Quite befitting of his name! Hagar the Silent takes out Trolldor of the Resurgence. Window makes a face. He was from the Commanders of Metal, right? Uh, no, Hagar the Silent is from the Super Shifter uh-huh. Beast Squadron. Oh, the uh, Tabaxi. Yes, the uh, orange Tabaxi. Yeah, yeah. Are they Animorphs? No. Beast Morphers? Nope. Damn. Oh, oh crap, never mind. I was going to say Beast Wars, but that's like... Zoids. Pause. Here. Thundercats. Oh. No. All right, so I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to intimidate the ground. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, all right, so I guess... I mean, I, I, I'm back at like zero... So I'm yeah. just going to try and look to see and investigate around me to see if there's anybody who's been in this general direction. If I can see, I want to basically see if I can find any clues as to a direction that somebody might have went the next person. Because I know where that guy is. I, I, I'm pretty confident he's going to stay there. Now I'm just looking for another target. Okay. Oh my gosh. That's a 15. That's a fail. That is a fail. Yeah. Can't really get any clues. You do kind of feel yourself moving away from the tower. This instinct of you know where the sky is. But other than that, what do you do next? Uh, next, I'm going to try to again dive out the window, but um, at, the, at the, the window of the next alley. Mm-hmm. And again, try to get some sort of vantage by um, jumping between buildings to get to the top of the next building, the third level. Probably be athletics. Athletics, sure. That's a 21. Nice. You make it. Okay, so now you, you leap from the window frame and you just manage to get your fingertips on the top of the next window frame and you hoist yourself up and you are in now the third floor of an adjacent building. Okay, and I'm going to run toward the edge and try and using uh, perception to see if I can if I can see anybody. Again, eyes of the eagle, like really looking for specific detail Got all it. around me. Roll it. That's a natural 20. Crit. Crit. Bum, bum, bum. Which means it's three successes. Dude's going to get wrecked. Three. Well, he had, he had one. Oh, so. okay. Rick's going to get dude. So, with your natural 20, your perception, you something you catch something in the corner of your eye. Because again, it's felt very silent. And looking down at the dumpster, you notice a rat on the edge of the dumpster. Time to call the exterminator. Yeah, I'm going to pull out my uh, longbow again. Mm-hmm. Take really careful aim this time <laughs> mm-hmm. to make sure that I get this thing. And uh, yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and shoot it, try to shoot my longbow. Daddy, she goes. Oh my gosh, 19. 
19 hits. Yeah, yeah boy! Boy! It's a rat. Really low AC. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and so this, this arrow, again, this is one of those moments that the audience kind of catches just a, like a frame too late. Basically, the arrow hits into the rat, and the whole thing just goes poof and just flies through the air like if you shoot an apple in Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> and then as it's in the air, it's <laughs> back into uh, Beastling, the goblin girl. Oh, and before boy. she even hits the ground, she's back in the arena. Okay. Dude, you're in third You place. have a lot of kills, and you are there are only three teams remaining. You currently have the most kills. Nice. You also took out the top two teams, dude. Yeah, nice. boy. So here we go. Um, after that, I'm gonna duck down. Is there like a lip to this building or is it kind of just like a flat surface at the top? What? Is there a lip to this building? Like uh, like if you get to the, like a top of a New York City building, there's like a lip you can Look over, yep. or is it okay? There's a little so I'm gonna, edge. I'm gonna duck behind the ledge, okay, and I'm gonna try to crawl my way using stealth to try to get to another side in case somebody saw me before I make any other moves. Got it, okay. And that's uh 18. Woohoo, be a success! Yeah, now the audience you see on the top of that tower poking his head out occasionally, mm-hmm. that member of the commander of metal is still in that tower. Mm-hmm. And in the split second that he turns to go look in another window, you see the orange tabaxi scaling the outside edge of the wall as if he's just prancing across horizontal ground. He's flying up it. And on top of the tower, before doing anything, he puts his hands together as if he's praying. And he kisses his hands and he points to the sky. And he grabs the edge of the roof and he flips over himself into the tower and kicks the commander of metal who flies out of the tower. And as he's flying, he vanishes because he did take damage. That's awesome. Kick. Dude, it's just Dang. you two left. Got him. And so, two left. All right. How many successes do you have? One. One. We have to start fresh. Okay, so uh, I'm going to... Uh, Using different like lampposts or anything that I can find, I'm going to try to acrobatically get mm-hmm. to the bottom, the ground, uh, jumping off this side of the building. Okay. Uh, okay. There you go. Eighteen. Six success. Jeez, man, that's nice. You land on the ground. Okay. I'm now going... you don't know where he is for the record. The audience saw that happen. Right at this point, uh, I'm I'm kind of. Was there an announcement when? So he knows that guy got knocked out though. Uh, oh yes, yes, yes. There was. Okay. He announced. Yeah. He announced that the commander of metal, right, 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 whose name was Cornelius Trabaduke the Third, was taken out of the competition. All right. So then, if I mean my calculations are correct, it's only two of us left, yep. and he's got to be in that area. So I'm gonna sprint my way over there as fast as I can. Okay. And I'm going to uh, try to put my back against. No, I can't do that. Uh, I'm going to try and uh, look for him using. Perception. I think okay. I can do that. I did. You did stealth acrobatics. Stealth acrobatics, yeah. So I can do that. So uh, perception, trying to look for him. Okay. There he is. And that's a uh, 26. That's three. Okay. Here, kitty, 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 kitty. You see him. My roll mine. You catch him as he pretty much steps out into the avenue to face you. <laughs> oh. Uh, you see that no longer does he have a club, like a billy club on his side, but he has a bow staff huh. that's just propped up over his shoulder. Oh, no. 
Okay. So first thing I'm going to do, I'm going to cast hold person. Okay. So I cast hold person at him. Okay. What does he have to roll? He has to roll a wisdom, wisdom saving throw. It's very fortunate for you. He's not very wisdom. He has to beat an 18. Ooh, how okay. the tables have turned. He fails. Yes. Um, Smack him up to the face. And I, uh, I walk up to him. And I flick him in the nose. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. As you walk up to him, you see his body regain itself. What? Okay. Uh, so I will then attack him. Okay. Is he still restrained or anything, or is he? He is not restrained. Okay. Okay. Because because I'm sorry. So Aldrich, my I cast a spell. And I get a weapon attack. Okay. I'm sorry, that's not true. But yeah, so I cast Holy Person, he regains himself, so I'm just going to attack him. Yep. He cast a cantrip, right? That's how it works? Yeah, I didn't yeah. cast a cantrip, though, yeah. so I apologize. Yeah. Mistake. All right, so I walked up to him at this point, and he realized that he, he gained his composure, so I, my rapier's out. Wow. Okay. 19. Misses. <gasps> wow. Oh, no! And so... You. This is the uh, the Tabaxi, who's had this scar across his throat. You have not heard him say anything thus far. Hence the silent. As you lunge forward, just with this like, you know that like cheesy vampire crap when they kind of like move to the side and yeah. it almost leaves like a phase of their body. Wow. It's almost like that. Impressive, but, but not quite. And he's zoom, and just <laughs> swings his bow staff towards you. Okay. I cast shield, just in yeah. case. Yeah. Yeah, you do. Uh, it was a 20. Yeah. Only, it's only a 20. Doesn't not a natural hit. 20. It doesn't hit. And so, you, I mean, you use the shield, so yep. boosh, slams up against his, uh, his bow staff slams up against the shield, and it bounces off, and he has this look of surprise on his face. All right. And I'm going to uh, cast, I'm going to cast Booming Blade. Okay. And uh, so I just have to make an attack on this. Mm-hmm. And we'll see what happens. Oh. Oh. 28. That hits. That's a booming okay. blade. Oh, boom. Dude. And, uh, Dude. Lord Thamar won it. Yeah. So I, I hit him in the face of the booming blade. Okay. How do you want this to look? <laughs> so um, I, my, so the, my rapier is going to be just sheathed in like, basically it looks like it's like vibrating mm-hmm. very quickly. And when I... When I hit him in the, like he's face to face with me. Yep. So I'm just gonna go right for his scar oh, in his neck. And that's personal. That's cool. Um, he's it's gonna go boom. <laughs> and he's gonna get shot. So back. you get him right through the neck. Yeah. Then he's basically flung away from you off your blade as there's this interruption of sound, and as he's flying through the air, he vanishes, and there's just silence. <laughs> I look around. <laughs> Waiting to see what's going to happen. And you vanish. You feel that hook. And you find yourselves, you find yourself next to the cube. And there is, there is silence in the audience. This is just like clap from Albert. And then the audience begins to clap. And Hagar the silent actually, but he actually comes forward and he puts a fist on his left pectoral and he puts his right behind his back and he just gives a slight bow. Talent, recognizing talent. 
and then he turns and faces you. For the record, magic missile would have been super effective during that whole thing because it pretty much it auto hits and you have, have that spell. I don't. Yes, you do. I don't have it like active right now. Oh, oh. Uh, is that I, what you were going for? No, oh, I thought that's what you were frustrated I, I, with. I was no, I was I was saying you should blessed. have done no, you should have done um, burning hands. Yeah, I mean, I thought about mm. doing like a flame. I don't. I, a lot of my spells changed since like the last oh, time. Gotcha, but, okay. uh, but I could have done like a flaming sphere. But again, I didn't want to like rely on a a, a saving throw. Right. As, All right. So in conclusion, Albert Coffelton says, and we have a winner. And he holds up your hand. The Goblin Splushers! There's a weird hiccup pause in the middle of it. Kind of like, almost like in the air above the, you could tell it's an illusion, is basically put everybody's ranks. And you see that the uh, Kingsguard have one point. The, who is next? Evokers. Evokers, thank you. The Evokers got two. The Brotherhood of Vengeance got three. Then it was the resurgence for four. Then Team Liberty got five, right? The commanders of metal got six. The shifters got seven. You got eight plus two, giving you ten because nice. You got the most kills. Nice. Woo! And wow. people are cheering. And I'm sure stoically you walk back over. Too, and Merble is just standing there with his mouth open. <laughs> oh, oh my, that was, that was, that was unbelievable! Child's play. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. I guess Look at this guy right here. I guess you're not, there. Another song. <laughs> you're not there. You're not there. You're not there. I can feel the cockiness <laughs> just, just from hundred feet away. Merble leads you up the the stone stairs back to the box, where you will once again meet up with your uh, compatriots, and that is where we will end this episode of This Is Gonna Hurt. So nice. thank you for tuning in. Oh my God. Nice Good work, Jamie. Nice work. Way to come back. Right? With Word. a few a few um, uh, shields not in the right place and, and maybe one or two rolls different on my part. That shield it was like the key, the key to yeah. this uh, to this thing. Good thing we didn't. I mean, and the me. fact that you rolled for advantage on half of the yeah. things. <laughs> All right. Hey, everybody! Thank you for uh, tuning into this episode of This Is Gonna Hurt. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, next week is going to be the battle portion of day one. Uh, I hope you're excited about that. I certainly am. I'm also curious to see who they're going to choose because that's a cool thing. And so. Have a good day, week, night, work, drive, wherever you're at. If you enjoyed this episode, you can go to iTunes, drop us a five-star review. If you didn't like it and you want to give us a less review, that's okay. Go to iTunes and give us that too. Five stars make us warm and fuzzy inside, but you know, any feedback is good feedback. Also, if for whatever reason you think we're cool enough that you would give us money for free, uh, we do have a Patreon and uh, thanks for tuning in. Peace. Hello everyone, we'd just like to take this moment to thank our patrons for bringing this episode to you. So thank you to Austin, Gage, JJ, Jordan, Justin, Kim, Nathan, Neil, Phil, and Trevor. Thank you guys for all your support and helping us to keep this podcast going. 